Richard Sherman, football icon, extended career in the NFL and widely considered one of the, if not the best, cornerbacks of all time to play the game. He's played for the Seattle Seahawks, as well as the San Francisco 49ers. He was also featured on the cover of the video game Madden in 2015, an honor only extended to one player a year. Long story short on that end, he's a good football player, though at times can get a bit mouthy with other players. As a cornerback, though, that's almost always a part of the game, to try to get in your opponent's head. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Music City 911. I'm Brandon. We got a few things to go over in this one. For those of you that don't know, I played some football about a thousand years ago. And more recently, I coached youth football for several years. Having a certain attitude on the field is always a great thing to have. But having the ability to turn that off once you leave the field is absolutely necessary. If you haven't heard by now, Richard Sherman was arrested last week after a series of events that happened very late at night. In this episode, I'll go over some of the ins and outs of the calls, and yes, other media sources would lead you to believe there was only one call. There wasn't. There was more than one. I'll also go over some of the potential controversy and try to hit on some details that they're not sharing in the media, really, which is pretty surprising considering how widely covered this has been. All right. Let's get to it. Nine one one, what are you reporting? Um, I, I I need I need officers to my house now. My husband is drunk and blue. Threatening to kill himself. Stop! Stop! I'm, What's the address? Are there any weapons? Stop! We are there we any, took we took to no. Me. There's no gun. I'm I'm saying there are no weapons, ma'am. There are you no there are no finish. weapons. You need to stop interrupting me so I can get the information I need to get officers expedited. I need officers here now. What's he doing this, that you think he's going to harm he's, himself? He's being, he's, he's being aggressive. He has sent text messages. I took the I took the keys out. They're in your car. He's trying to leave now in the house. He's being aggressive. He's wrestling with my uncle. He's threatening to kill himself. He has sent text messages to people saying he's going to hang himself. He And he's saying that if the police show up, that so please don't shoot is what I'm asking. Okay, wait. Say that again. He has no he says if the he police has, show he up. Said, he what? said if the police show up, that he'll try to fight them. So they okay. need to understand that he is. He is. Okay. L- listen, just what's your phone number there? Okay. And has it been physical with anybody there? You said he's trying to fight yes, your uncle. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. How has it been physical? He just tried to fight him. Okay, trying to fight somebody and actually being yes, physical. Yes, he did. Two he did. All the way How down has it now. been physical? <laughs> He's pulling out now. He's trying to leave. He's okay, leaving what kind in the car, What kind of car? It's a, is he it's a 2016 black Mercedes BBB3425. Richard, please stop. Boy, boy. Hello. Hello. BBBB3425. Richard, please stop. Please stop. Is that a sedan SUV? It's a, it's just a black sedan Mercedes SUV. Okay. He's not going to be able to get out the gate. I cut it off. What do you mean you cut it off? I cut the gate. We live behind it. It's, a, it's Richard Sherman. Like, ma'am, I, this is like emergency. I need officers hey, here listen now. listen to me. I'm handling this. You need to stop telling me that. I'll tell you, but what I'm not going to slow help down. 
He's Talk okay. Jimmy is not going to slow help down. Okay. Well, what I need to know is that he's What's your my, name? My name is Ashley Sherman. Do you know what his date of birth is? 3388. Okay. Just slow down so I can understand you. What's the date of birth? March 30th, 1988. Does anybody need an ambulance there? You said it was physical. No. We don't okay. need an ambulance. Okay. And he does not have any weapons or access to weapons? No. No. Okay. And how much has he had to drink tonight? Two bottles. Two bottles of what? Now, a vodka now. and Hennessy. Okay, hard alcohol. It's alcohol. He's intoxicated. Okay, sir. Needs- I'm only going to talk to one person, so please put the phone down well, and look, talk look, to ma'am, Ashley. Look, okay, is, is, is the sheriff it, on the way? Okay, l- listen, I, it's over on dispatch, okay? Talking to me is not going to slow anything else down. Someone gets killed, bro, like. Okay, I'll let you off the line. The officers have the information. This is the most extensive copy of the first call that I could find. I do believe that this was cut off at the end, but not sure by how much. The dispatcher in this call has experienced widespread scrutiny. Overwhelming scrutiny, really. Most people don't like the way she handled this. I'm going to disagree with a little bit of it, at least. The only thing that I would not really agree with was how quickly she tried to jump in on the caller. And by that, I mean, try to interrupt her. Sometimes it's very unfortunate, but we have to interrupt callers to get the necessary vital information from time to time. I'm a Southern guy. If you're in the South, it's customary not to interrupt people. When I first started this job, it was a very hard thing to break. When I've trained new people, especially those from the South, It's hard to get them to break from it as well. When you have a caller like this one who is going a mile a minute but not really given the immediately pertinent information that's needed, you have to interrupt. Like I said, I probably would have given her a little bit more leeway after the address was obtained. But past that, I don't really really have a ton of complaints as to how she handled the call. Sometimes you have to be a little rude and abrasive to get the info needed. And as I've said before, an urging of any sort from the callers for the responders to hurry up, it doesn't make it happen. So saying hurry or I need them here now, that doesn't make it go any faster. We have to work on our priority system. Right now, this looks like someone who may be suicidal, not sure, possibly drunken driver, and may have been but not currently involved with some sort of domestic assault that probably on most police department's pages go in the middle of things, things like shootings or stabbings, something that's actual life threatening right now, this very second, they're going to take priority. I can't say whether or not these police departments that are involved in this, if they had any of that going on, I don't know. This first call was handled by the King County Sheriff's department. A lot of people think that this was, Seattle PD that actually handled this. It wasn't. Just like in most cities, there are individual police departments that handle their own calls. We actually have several here in Nashville as well. I'm not sure about their jurisdictional lines, but I would imagine that in Seattle, the Seattle City Police probably handles 
anything laid out in the city limits only, and those may not actually fully extend out to the county, to the edge of the county anyway, where the King County Sheriff may take over going out to the edges of the county. From what I can gather, King County forwarded the info over to the Redmond City Police Department, which is another smaller city located inside the county, but outside of Seattle. The next calls we're going to listen to, they're handled by Redmond City Police. Little warning on these calls. They are pretty lengthy, and the quality for them, for some reason, is not all that great. I may edit some of them down just a little bit for time's sake, but if not, just kind of keep that in mind that these are going to be very lengthy calls. Four adults, four kids, and baby. 
Is, is he yes. trying to get in front of the home or the back of the home? Yes, he was trying to get into the front of the home. Okay, so they ordered him to move my... No, I don't know where he went. My dad bears right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, so do you still see him now? No, I do not know where he is. I don't know where he went. Okay. He's in a black, he's in a black GL Mercedes. Okay. GL 63 Mercedes. <laughs> What's my car? What's your name? I'm sorry, no, I can't hear him yet. Sorry, I'm talking on the air, but... Okay, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. We're on the... My name is Ashley Moss Sherman. Okay. You're Richard's wife? I don't see him. Yes, I'm Richard's wife. Okay. I don't see where he went. Okay. I just pulled up. I don't know if he had followed me. They had told him he needed to let me go. And I came here because this is where my kids Okay, the kids are in the home also? Yes, my baby is in the home. My niece and nephew are in the home. Okay. All right, I'm going to turn the phone to the kids Okay, hold on. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. There's a car. I'm going to turn the phone to you, okay? Okay, thank you. Has Richard been doing anything about us? No, he's going through a really bad depression. He's on antidepressants. He drank. He was threatening to kill himself. Um, he was threatening to kill himself, and so we have had to call this man three times today. Okay, so I, I just, you know, I have some of the backstory on that. The, the, the sheriff have already called me and gave me a heads up, so so I'm aware of everything else that's going, that's going on, so I just want to take care of what's happening right now. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Do you have somebody else inside the house that's calling us also? Yes, my sister. Okay. Oh, I see him. He's taking his clothes off. He's taking his clothes off. He's next door. In the, he's in the, he's in the, uh, he's next door. Are they close? He's, he's okay, next so door in the driveway. Okay, so he's in the driveway at home? No. No, he does not have a weapon. He does not have a, know that he has threatened to kill that day and day. Listen, Ashley, Ashley, as we're looking at your, yes. we're looking at your parents' house in the street, is that house to the right or to the left? Is it coming down the street from, uh, what's the, what's, what's Audubon Street? If I'm outside on the street looking at your parents' house, is he to the left or to the right? No, so he's to the left. Okay. Safe, but if you can be in a safe place where you can see him, that'll help us out and help him out. 
Okay, he, now he took a sweatshirt off. He had a great sweatshirt off. So is that all he took off with the sweatshirt? He walked, he's walking back and forth in the street. He's, he's, now he's, he's walking back and forth in front of the kids in the house, in the, um, front of the home. Yeah. 
Okay, actually, I'm going to try. I'm going to transfer you to our on-duty sergeant. He wants to speak to you. He should be outside there. Okay. Okay. Nobody's nobody here. I know. There, there's a fire park down the street. I'm going to try and put you through to him. So stay in line with me. Okay. He got a little aggressive, and did, did he you assault anyone in the house? No, we're trying. Okay. To, we're, I brought the kids here to be safe because they removed us from the home. Okay. He showed up here. Oh my god. Okay. Um, we're gonna be there in probably like uh, two minutes. Um, I need you faster than that. I need you faster than that. You keep trying to kick in the door. Okay. Um, we're on our way. So what we have is um, he's threatening to commit suicide by taking one of our officers' guns. So we're taking it pretty seriously. So we're going to come in with a whole bunch of people, just so you know. And our goal is that we're going to try to obviously um, put him in handcuffs as safely as we can. And what that means is we may bring some less lethal, like beanbag shotgun with us. Um, so just so you guys know, I want to kind of put you on notice if you hear that. That's probably what it is. Okay? okay. You may be loud when we get there. So we'll be there in just a second. Okay. Please hurry. Please hurry. Please okay. Hurry. Bye-bye. Uh, Ashley, you still there? Yeah. I'm going to stay on the line with you, okay? Okay. Okay. No. They're coming on the way. They said that they're coming. They said they're going to, they said they're going to have a hand Yeah, they're going to, they're going to. Yeah. Hey, Ashley, do you still see him? Is he still a woman in his eyes out? He was walking back and forth. I had to get down because I had to climb up. Yeah, it's okay. His description is in there. He's back at the hole. Okay. He's back at the hole.
Yeah, it looks like they're all arriving on scene now, on scene now, so hopefully they're around. Those of us will be trying to make contact with Richard to they keep all you guys in him safe. Okay. Oh my god, please hurry. Please hurry, please hurry, please hurry. I cannot believe this. Please hurry. They they should be out there, so they probably walk should be walking up now. No, I don't see anybody. Do you still see Richard? Yeah, he's at the hole. Okay. Nobody's coming. trying to clean his eyes out. Yeah, nobody's here. With that? Nobody's here. You're going to here. Okay. Oh, my gosh, I need to hurry. Is he going to need a paramedic for the bear spray stuff? Uh, they need with their problems. I don't know. More than likely what they're going to do is once they, once they get in contact with him, they'll, they'll try and, and detain him to keep him safe, and then we'll probably bring in a car out, and he'll probably, probably go to the hospital so we can get help for what's going on right now. Okay. Okay, hurry, hurry, please, people, please, people. He can't see. His eyes are closed. He keeps walking back and forth, but in case they look in the color. Are they close? They should be really, really close. Your dad's name, so so they can talk to him by name about the gun once they're going to put it down. What is it? Raymond. Okay. Yeah, 
Okay, so they, the officers can see him and they're walking up on foot right now, okay? Okay, we got the hole. And we have a team, we have a canine out, just so you know. Okay. They're here. They're here, they're walking up on foot. Should I tell my dad to put his gun down? Yeah, Going over the details of this call, it sounds like she said that she had called the police four times. I was not able to confirm or verify that at all. Some callers, they'll say they've called several times in an attempt to get responders there more quickly. Not saying that this is absolutely the case, but from the info that has been released, it doesn't seem like it's the case. I could be completely wrong and... They've just not released all the info on it just yet, but from what they have released, it doesn't seem like it's the case. This call, I believe the reason they stayed on the phone with him for so long was a couple different reasons. The first was obviously because it was a potential burglary in progress. It was actually going, it was active, it was happening right now. This is a higher priority call than the initial 911 call that they had in. Because of the potential suicidal nature of this call, they took the extra step of connecting the caller with one of the supervisors just outside the scene. I actually do like that they did this, and as you could hear, they were waiting for other officers to show up to help out with this. So a combination of multiple factors as to why this call lasted as long as it did. You can't hear that they say they sprayed him with some bear spray. I'm not sure how well they hit him with the bear spray, and by bear spray I mean some sort of a longer screamed eye irritant usually a type of pepper spray but from the reports released from the officers who assisted in the arrest it looks like it had little to no effect on him he was wiping his face off so i'm sure at one point it did but when they actually made contact with him it didn't seem like it was having any effect at all or at least certainly not like it should have you can hear the caller on this one who was the same caller as on the first one richard sherman's wife say that there was no assault that had taken place in this call. The first call says that her uncle was assaulted. So that bit of it has changed a little bit. The next call is a lot like the first call. It was also called in by someone that was inside the house. In this case, it was the sister of the initial caller. Mostly it's the same info that's shared from the first caller. So this next one is also over 20 minutes long. If you want to jump over it, that's completely fine. But I did want to add the call in here since it is related to the, the case and the Redmond City Police did release it. But as I said before, it does share a lot of the same info, most of the same info as from this previous call we just listened to. Washington, I have a house full of kids. My sister's husband is trying to break into the house. My neighbor with all of my kids and my parents. What is the, what is the address? What is the address? 
Rodney Washington, right. nine eight zero five two. Who am I speaking with? Kaylee Larsen here. I live here with my mom. And my dad, my sister, okay. her kids are here, my kids are here. Okay. Scott, he knows the door, so he's trying to break in. Okay. He might be have on the line as well. I have someone else on the line as well. Okay, you should take a deep breath for me. We are finished. Yeah. Give me just one second, okay? I'm going to have another dispatcher get on the line with you. Bear with me, okay? <laughs> one moment. Oh, don't open the door. I get down. Get down here. Get out of the bed and get down here. Close the door. Don't open the door unless it's me. Are they on the way? Yes, it's time to get out of the bed. This is just Are you, are you there? My sister, yeah. I don't know if she's on the phone. Are you guys on the way? Yeah, we are on the way. Tell me what's going on right How now. How far are you? My sister's husband is trying to break in the house. He's literally crazy. I had a house full of kids. A baby. Uh, my no, dad has a whole... Tell me exactly where, uh, where exactly is he trying friend, to break in? He tried to break in the front door. He has a door closed. He was slamming on the door. And if he didn't have a top lock, he would have been it. He's screaming through the door at my dad. And my parents are old. Okay, so we do have officers on the way. Uh, so can you tell me, do you guys have any weapons inside your home? We do. My dad has a gun, and okay. I have Tesla spray in my other house. Okay. I don't know if he does. Okay. And what's your name? My name is Haley Larsweir. Okay. Haley, what's your phone number in case I lose you? Everything locked up? It is. My dad is standing at the door. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just keep you on the line. I don't want you to do anything to endanger yourself. Can you turn the light on outside? He's locked the light on. I don't know if he's still outside. He stopped banging on the door and is not pushing on it anymore. Okay. So you don't hear him. Okay. Is he watching the cameras? <laughs> He's parked behind the car in the driveway. His car is behind the car in the driveway, and he's standing outside. Okay, where, is it, where are you standing? My mom can see him outside the window. He's standing outside of the house. He's wearing a black hoodie. Black hoodie? His name is Richard, his name is Richard Sherman, the NFL football player, and he's in okay. a black hoodie outside. Okay, so when you say he's standing outside, is he by the house, by the car, or where is he? Where is he? He's out in front of the house where, Mom? Behind the, behind the tan van in the driveway, I believe. They have cameras, and that's how we know this. My mom's okay. looking out the window. Paul, are you guys close? Could you tell if he still had a weapon on him? Does he have a weapon? We don't know if he has a weapon. He is... We need to come in here. Yeah, we've got several officers on the way. I have to turn off the light. Richard is trying to break in the house. You guys need to stay on the floor and get away from the window. Don't open the door unless it's me. Yeah, now keep everybody inside. Yeah, we've got several officers on the way there. Oh, I'm so scared. 
We had everything recorded on the, the, the doorbell. So he was inside that front door? He, he used the door code and opened the door and then shoved open the door again. The only reason the door did not open is because there was a second lock on the clock that caught the door. He was kicking the door, trying to ram the door. Trying to ram the door open. The whole door was moving. Okay. He's using the hose in front of the house. Starts running. Now he's back in front of the door. Okay. He's banging the door though again. My dad is in front of the door. Okay. And Richard is ringing the doorbell. <sighs> Are they coming up? Because this is scary. They might kill you up. Yeah, they're coming up on side. Most of they're trying to keep as safely as they can. So they've got, we've got several out there, though. Can you tell if he's armed, Dad? We don't know. Okay. We can't see it in hands or anything. Okay. Yeah, but if you can let me get that another one. We have got officers who are walking up on foot, okay? I told him I'm standing about six feet from him. Okay. towards the front door. Are you trying to get in and out? Like, seriously. They're coming up and safely and quickly as they can. Okay, but I need them to come now. Yeah, like I said, they, they are on foot. They're coming up. So they're close enough. They can, they can see him now, so they're still coming up. They can see him? Yeah, they can see him right now, so they're still coming up. Thank you so much, oh God. I said you're being really helpful. You're doing great. You know, you know the information is well. Yeah. They're coming up. They can see him. You're ringing the doorbell again. No, he's... He's dying, dude. I, he needs to fucking go to jail. It's fucking scary. <laughs> I hear it's scary. There's something wrong with him. Like, there's something wrong with him. We told him to go away from her. My dad is standing at the front door, okay. holding a handgun in his hand, and, and Gray is inside. Yes. And I'm standing um, adjacent to him behind the wall. 
my sister and my mom and her kids are upstairs and my kids are hidden in my shower. Okay. And he's coming back to the front door. Can you guys see him? Yes, they can still see him. They're just trying to approach his... his Do they know that he's there? Pardon me? Does he know that, does he, does he know that the police are there? Did they get him? Did they got him? Go upstairs, everybody! Dad, yeah, I didn't even know. Someone told me if they got him. Haley, you can just keep everybody inside there. It's not fucking fine, Ashley. It's not fine. You're not fine. Don't talk to me anymore. They had him? Ashley, you do not belong here. No, she doesn't. Do you want me to stay on the phone? Do they have him? Yeah, no, stay. I want you I to stay on the hear. phone until, until I, I hear from them that, that everything is secure. I want you to stay Do on they the phone have him? that you're safe. You said they have him. Do they have him? Is he cuffed? Yeah, everybody just stay he, inside there until we let you know. Can you tell me if he's cuffed? I, they have not said that yet, so I would... Okay, Let's thank you. Really they have not said that yet, but everybody chill. Yeah, everybody stay inside. Are you still there, Haley? I am still here, yeah. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure you're okay and still there. I'll be right back to you, okay? Thank you. It, he said that he doesn't know if he's cuffed. Mom said he's cuffed. Is he cuffed? My kids are hiding in the shower. That's what I told I literally said that he's crazy and I were pressing charges. I'm fucking pressing charges. Yes, I am here. Okay. Sorry about that. I just had an ad and another call. My dad's... My dad's no longer armed. He has no one armed. His arm has gone up on the chair. You see, he put his firearm down? Yes, he did. He unloaded it and detached it and put it on the chair. Okay, With the police officers at the door. Oh, I gotta get my kids... I'm so scared. I know. I'll be out of wood. He's, he's arrested. You said it's unloaded in his town? It's unloaded. He unloaded it. He designed the, um, I don't know what you call it, the part that pops out and they put the okay. gun separately. He's not in handcuffs. He needs to be in handcuffs, you guys. Yeah. He needs to be in handcuffs. Yeah. Still, hold on. Yeah, they're trying to do that as safely as they can, so proceed letting me know. But the front door is open somebody. now, and he's walking towards the house. He's coming. He's waiting to be in a handcuff. <laughs> Do you have everything locked? Why is your door open? I'm not sure why. My dad's talking to the police officer. They're, no, they don't have to have him. He's not in a handcuff. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. The door needs to be closed. My kids are here. I'm leaving as soon as this is over. He needs to be in handcuffs. He wants to. He is just so crazy. I need him to be in handcuffs. He's just, he is crazy. He does, he's, he's a piece of shit, basically. Is our sergeant there talking to your dad? Oh, I, I, my dad is standing in the thing. They're not talking to him anymore. Is the front door locked? You could close it. Yeah. <sighs> He's surrounded by police officers outside. Okay. But the door is closed and my dad came out inside. They needed the door closed. Okay. He is crazy. Will you guys let me know when he has handcuffs on and the kids are in the shower and I'm not taking them out? Yeah, this, at this point that's, that still isn't the case. I don't, I don't have anything where they've said that yet. Hi, Eliza. The police officer is here. I still want you to stay in here. I'm sorry, it's scary. You can come out of the shower, but I don't. I want you guys in my bedroom. Richard is gone crazy. I don't. This is, we're going to take you to your dad's house after this. Call in my bed, you see. I know it's scary. I know. I know. I get in my bed and just wait. I'm going to take. We're going to go. The police are here, and we're going to go. To, we're going to go to Carlene's house, and we're done. Yes, they're with him. Just watch Tato. You guys can watch TV, okay? You're okay. Hilly, it's up to you. You can stay in line with me or if you just want to... If you just want to... It's okay. The the officers are here. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just okay. want to do what's best for you. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. According to the incident report from the officers that were actually there on the scene, they went through an extensive but as quick as possible a uh, bit of planning as they could for the situation they had going. A canine officer documented the rest pretty well. That canine officer saw him walking in the middle of the street while this was all going on. I guess they were out staging. He was on the way to it. He saw him walking out in the middle of the street, Richard Sherman. He noted that he could tell it was him because of the physique that he had the long dreadlocks as well as being a fan of the NFL and just seeing his picture several places. He was aware of who he is. The officer was directed to not approach him by the sergeant that was there on the scene, not approach him by himself. He was to wait for other officers based on the fact that he may have wanted suicide by a cop. You don't want to approach someone with just one or even two officers in that situation. There were many less lethal options that were available, but they were ruled out. The taser couldn't be used because of the chemicals in the bear spray. They could have potentially been flammable. If a taser would have been used in that situation, there was potential that it could have caught the suspect on fire. You don't want something like that to happen. Also past that, they were potentially able to use the beanbag type rounds that they would shoot out of a specialized shotgun. When they actually got there on the scene, they were close enough proximity that they were not able to use it. Those beanbag rounds up close, too close, 
can inflict very extensive damage. The decision was essentially made that they had enough officers there that they could surround him, get him down to the ground, go hands-on with him, and try to subdue him that way. He did end up fighting some of the officers, resisted arrest, and they ended up having to use a canine on him. During the canine apprehension or attempted apprehension, there were so many officers that were there involved that the canine actually bit a couple of the police officers as well before finally making contact with the suspect in this. He was bit down on the foot around the ankle area. Rescue crews were called to the scene to check him out. He refused any medical help. It was a slight abrasion in that area. Richard Sherman was arrested and taken into custody and he was arrested under the charges of domestic violence, residential burglary, domestic violence, malicious mischief, resisting arrest, and suspicion of DUI. Initially, he was held with no bail possible. A couple of these charges that were listed were felony charges. They have since got knocked down to misdemeanors. The new charges listed have been DUI, reckless endangerment of roadway workers, resisting arrest, and domestic violence-related counts of criminal trespass and malicious mischief. He was later released with no bail at all. There were definitely some more pieces of this whole puzzle than I've listed here, including him wrecking his vehicle, making it undrivable, leaving the scene of the accident on foot, making his way over towards the in-law's house, things like that. Those things didn't really pertain too much to the 911 call, so I didn't want to hit on those too much. But I did at least want to mention those things towards the end of the call. Also, as I've been recording this, the very first call with the controversial dispatcher comments and and actions, it's been released that the King County Sheriff's Department is actually going to open an investigation as to whether she had any wrongdoing in that call. This is actually contrary to an initial statement by them saying that she did nothing wrong in the call. So we'll have to wait potentially months to find out if anything's going to happen with that or not. Richard Sherman has also issued a statement after this. This was after his arrest and his initial court hearing. He said, I'm deeply remorseful for my actions on Tuesday night. I behaved in a manner I'm not proud of. I've been dealing with some personal challenges over the last several months, but this is no not an excuse for how I acted. The importance of mental and emotional health is extremely real, and I vow to get the help I need. I appreciate all the people who have reached out in support of me and my family, including our community here in Seattle. I'm grateful to have such an amazing wife, family, and support system to lean on during this time. Hope you all enjoyed this episode and hope it kind of opened your eyes to a few things that they didn't really mention too much in the news or made very short light of. Come on over to the Music City 911 podcast discussion group over on Facebook. I'm sure we're probably going to have a lengthy and extensive talk about this one just from opinion sake and what could have or what didn't happen or just all kinds of stuff be sure to like the main facebook page at music city 911 pod and then all the other social medias twitter instagram and feel free to shoot me a message on facebook or via email music city 911 at gmail.com for music city 911 I'm Brandon. Hope you'll have a good one.